It's the Two Girls and a Bottle of Wine podcast, and I'm Janet Blair. Each week, I sit down with one of my girlfriends, whether it be Amber, Teresa, Natalie, Carrie, Ashley, Tara, Stephanie. We talk about whatever. We completely restore this trailer, you know, fry people's faces off as a bad Mexican. I don't understand the competition that goes on between women. Two girls and a bottle of wine. Over a glass of wine, bottle of wine, or sometimes a couple bottles of wine. Join in on Facebook at facebook.com slash two girls and a bottle of wine. Don't miss us. <laughs> Hello, Stephanie McHugh. Hello, Janet. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing really good. Thank you. Good. You're taking a break from your Uber driving. I'm taking a break from my Uber driving, and one of the interesting things is where will you end up? And I currently am at the REI downtown and the Starbucks, sitting outside, watching the people ride their bikes by. I like that Starbucks. There are a lot of bikes in that area. Yeah. Yep. It's so crazy how big Denver's getting. It is. It is. Yes. I, You know, I work in recruiting during the day, and... I have positions available in the Denver area, um, uh-huh. and there are people just like they're just so fanatic. They want to get to Denver. They want to. I don't care. This job is great. I'd be great for this job because I want to move to Denver. I'm like, that's not a oh reason. Oh my gosh! <laughs> <laughs> that's right. I'm like, you have the basic qualifications. Tell me why you like the job, not the location. That's right. But stop yes. moving here, people. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm looking straight ahead at this high rise apartment complex and I can only imagine how that's going to make traffic, you know? Right. Yeah. It's, it's got to be gorgeous views though. Oh, of course. And your right. goal is to live downtown at some point, I right? I would, you know, honestly, I wouldn't mind, I don't think living in one and that. It's a good location, and you can see the mountains if you're mm-hmm. on the west side. Right. I like being up tall, just seeing the view up above everything. Could you live in something that tall? I have in Chicago. I lived on the sixth floor. And, yeah, it was as long as I have a balcony, as long as you can open your door and go outside. Okay. I could. I had a friend who lived in downtown Denver, um, like off a of Champa in 17th in a beautiful old building. Like it had old marble stairs all the way up. He used to take the stairs all the way to the ninth floor. But if she was like working a lot or something, mm-hmm. she wouldn't go outside. And then she would be like almost freaked out. You know, she's like, I haven't been outside in three days. And I'm like, okay, let's just go outside. Just stay <laughs> on the phone. Let's just go downstairs. You don't need to take Talk a shower. Talk through it's it. Just Let's just do this. It's going to be okay. Yeah. Yeah. So um, as long as I would have a nice little balcony. And it looks like you can with these. Although I bet they get super hot. Oh, I'm sure. There's a lot of windows. Yeah. And as you get higher, I bet it gets windy. That's true. Right. Yeah. I don't know. You're saying no, Janet, you would not. Would you at least come visit me? I would. Yes. (laughs) Because I think I I feel like most everyone I know in their like 20s, they're like, I want to live downtown. I want to live, you know, have that life. Um, But as I've gotten older, I'm like, like, we have a a back deck and Steve loves to go outside and eat 
and hang out. And I'm like, it's either too cold because it's shadowy and windy or it's too hot because the sun is beating down on you. I'm like, this is, (laughs) I, I'm picky. I'm old. I'm getting older. (laughs) Yeah. Uh-huh. I will miss being in the old part and A, you don't look old at all, but You're uh, sweet. Uh, I like, I like my grocery store, you know, little things like that. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'd have to find a new grocery store and find where everything is and all that stuff. One of my girlfriends just moved after being in the same place for 20, almost 20 years. And that was her biggest struggle. She's like, I have my gym. I have my tanning salon. I have my store. I'm going to have to find all new places. And it was a struggle for her to find like a nail salon that didn't overcharge her and did quality work. It, it's crazy. Yes. And I think I've, I've lived here in Parker for probably six years and I, I do have my places but I think I moved so much before, like when I first moved to Denver, I lived in Thornton, and then I moved to North Glen, and then I moved to Westminster, and then I moved to Parker. And Gosh, I feel why like, didn't you stay up north? I, <laughs> I know, Steve. I know, right. Steve, yes. Right. right. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. yeah, I mean, that takes time. It does. It really does. Um, what do you think your greatest challenge will be when you move out of your comfort zone, I guess? Dude, that's good. Um, this is money. Like, um, I'm always tend to be thrifty. Yes. And so I want to enjoy living downtown. And that means, um, you know, being in the more expensive place. Right. Like, it might cost a little bit more to get your nails done. But do you really want to drive back out to Westminster to get your nails <laughs> right. done? What's you know, the point maybe? of living downtown if you're going right. to drive to Westminster? Exactly. To go get a bagel at King Supers and a rotisserie <laughs> chicken. Just, you know, stretch uh, your wings. You're a rotisserie okay chicken person. That. I am. Yeah. Do you live off of it for days? I When I get it, I do. Yeah. I really am like out of sync with eating now that I've moved in with uh, <laughs> a roommate, Janet, who used to cater. Oh. So, um, yeah, she made it an amazing Easter dinner. Like I can only homemade imagine. mac and cheese, oh, uh, shrimp and uh, scallops with hollandaise sauce and Parmesan chicken. Oh my and gosh! A kale salad from Costco. Yeah, it was good. And then better than sex cake. Have you ever had that? No, but I've heard of this. It was so rich. Yes, it was mm. good. It was good. Wow! So you had a good Easter. <laughs> So I'm looking in reflections going, okay, seriously, it's time. It's time to start hitting the gym. (laughs) It's April. (laughs) Yes. And you know what? I, dang it, I wish I would have written her name down. I think it was Barb. Okay, Barb. Barb. I want to give Barb or Debbie or everyone named Barbara Debbie, specifically <laughs> the person who came up to me when I was opening for Steve and um, Chad Prather. Okay. She came up. She says, I totally listen to the podcast all the time. It's nice to meet you in person. Oh, and I'm like, oh my gosh. That is so cool. Thank I you. I bet that's Debbie. Yeah. I Debbie. Think it's Debbie. Okay. Yep. That's right. Yes. Yeah. Debbie. <laughs> 
So thank you, Debbie. Hi, Debbie. Oh, that's awesome. So yeah, we haven't we haven't podcast since that fun adventure. I know. You guys, you guys are hardcore. So just literally, it's this grass section here. It was fun. What what's happening with the grass? Can you? He has like a radio announcer voice. Well, I think we are um, doing spring cleaning here at Starbucks. Oh, that's exciting. <laughs> they were scrubbing pretty hard inside. Yeah, so I came outside. Oh. It was quiet. But now we've got grass issues. <laughs> but that's all right. Um, <laughs> so you, um, you performed with Chad Prather and Steve when they were here in Denver. Yes. So much fun. I was, was I was only able to go to oh the first gosh. the first show. It was on a Sunday afternoon at 3 p.m. And Steve, he was like, I don't understand. Why would they have a show at 3 p.m. on a Sunday afternoon? I'm like, because people like your fiancé that have to go to work the next day don't want to stay out late on a Sunday. Exactly. And right. that was a pretty packed audience, right? For a All Sunday? All of their audiences were packed. Oh. Yep. And Not a bad crowd. I mean, you know, always full. Yeah. It's, yeah. Which is pretty much, honestly, always the case whenever I work with Steve. And uh, Chad was a nice, oh, so much, they were so much fun Did you, backstage. have you gone back to YouTube and watched Chad on YouTube? Yes. He is, that's, like, the whole reason that Steve and Chad are friends is because of my YouTube obsession. We ran into Chad and I was like, oh my God, you're the YouTube guy. And he's like, I am. And we got pictures and we became friends with him on Facebook and now... And the rest is history. They just got done in Florida and they're getting ready to hit Dallas and Fort Worth in a couple weeks at the end of the month. At the Yeah. This month is flying. And then yeah. they've got all these shows that have now like made Steve's calendar like packed. I'm like, hi. <laughs> like, wait a minute. Never mind. Shouldn't have said hi to right? Chad. <laughs> but no, it's good. It's good. Uh, they recorded their Friends in Safe Spaces song when he was in Denver. That's right. Yeah. I think I they think did it on right. Monday. Yeah, right before, between Sunday and Monday, I remember them talking about it. Because they played it Monday night. And that video has over a million views. I, I don't know where it's at now. I have I kind of stopped paying attention after it hit a million, which is rude of me. Have you listened to the song? Uh, I have listened to the song. We listened to it Monday night. Oh, they played you? it Monday night. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. I was like, and Steve, I, you guys need to start performing this live. You know that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pressure. It was good. I have an Uber story. Okay. I was performing Wednesday uh, down at the South Club. I did a set. And then I um, took my heels off, put my black Converse shoes on, and started driving. And I was (sighs) almost getting ready to go on to I-25. But... I hate being on I-25 and then you get a request, you know, like say from Shanahan's, but you've already turned on the exit. Yeah. So it would take you like 20 minutes to turn around and get back. And it just stresses me out. So, but I had left the app on and I was almost getting ready to turn it off, but I got a request and I went to a bar close by down South, the Comedy Works 
<laughs> south is like off of I-25 in Bellevue. Okay. And for the Denver people. And I picked these four guys up who are about my age, which is about the 50s. Okay. And four of them. And um, the guy who requested the ride sat up front. And there were three in the back. And they had had a couple of drinks and had been hanging out all day. And the guy in the back goes, are you a bullshitter, Stephanie? <laughs> and I go, a bullshitter? What do you mean by that? And he goes, well, the guy who gave us a ride here, was his stories didn't line up. Like, he was saying one thing, and then he'd say another, and it just didn't line up. And I go, no, I'm not a bullshitter. And then he, in the front, he goes, the, the wildest, the most different, the most unusual Uber ride I got was... I was getting picked up and driving far, like up to Broomfield. And he was from Africa, like literally from Africa and didn't really know how to use the GPS. Wasn't that familiar with the car is kind of crazy. And I go, well, I may be able to top that possibly for your most unusual ride driver. Mm -hmm. And I said, I just did stand up comedy and now I'm driving around. And he goes, what? As they always do. Say what? something funny. Which I <laughs> say do not want to say. I know. Nothing is funny in an Uber car. <laughs> so I um, went and I got, I tried diverting the conversation like, well, who are some of your favorite comics? And he said, Kathleen Madigan. And I go, I've opened for her. And he said, I saw her at the Paramount, and I saw her here at Comedy Works South, which means that had to have been years ago. It's been years since she... I go, I think you may have seen me perform. He goes, well, do some jokes. And do I was trying jokes. not to have that happen. <laughs> um, and we're driving down University, and um, we turn into his turn, and it's uh, in the ultra-wealthy part of Cherry Creek. We and all know that so part. Stop by the guard, and he says, um, "Say hi, I'm Stephanie." <laughs> go to the guard. I go, "Hey, I'm Stephanie," and the guard goes, "Hi." And because normally a white Honda Civic isn't just rolling into <laughs> that neighborhood, hated community. <laughs> oh my! <laughs> and then he pulled his head over and said his name and stuff. And I'm trying to go about this roundabout while having a conversation. He said, how much would you get paid doing Uber in an hour? I go, I don't know. He goes, how much? And literally this roundabout looks, I go, I think I'm on the sidewalk. Am I doing okay? Because it's like <laughs> custom made brick. You know, it's sort of like a brick right. thing. And I can't tell if that's the sidewalk or if I'm on the little follow the yellow brick road thing. I can't see. I'm trying to talk. And so then I finally pull up to his house and he goes, look, I said I'd get paid. I go, I don't know, like 25 bucks an hour. He goes, I'll give you 25 bucks and a beer if you come in and do stand-up comedy. Oh my gosh. Did you do it? Did you do it? <laughs> he opens the door and I'm not kidding, two labs come running out. I'm like, I'm in. I'll do it. <laughs> the dogs, the dogs sealed two the deal. Two puppies. Two puppies. No bad man, Janet, has two puppies. <laughs> that are labs, so yes. <laughs> I took my Converse shoes off and I put my heels back on and I walk in. And we walk in past 
And I was telling two comedians, this other female comedian later in the week, and she's like, oh my gosh, you walked into a house with five, with four men. <laughs> and I go, and that didn't even concern me. What was concerning me was like, I hope I don't, you know, suck ass and <laughs> have a bad set. I don't want this to ruin my juju because I have four more shows this week and I don't need my, you know. Right, a, right. <laughs> um, not physical safety. You're such a professional, Stephanie. Thinking about the comedy before your well-being. (laughs) Making good choices. Making good choices. Hopefully your mom doesn't listen to this podcast. Hopefully not. Or my dad. Yeah. Right. So we walk in and it's like a custom-made sort of floral tile design in the entryway. And we walk outside past the pool to his game house, like his pool house. Okay. So in here was like a half circular bar and then two chairs and uh, it was a game room. Okay. And so one guy was so tired and it, that he laid on one of those chairs and started falling asleep. I'm like, that's good. That is good. It's <laughs> a great start. Now we're down to three people. And um, so I was giving them bars out of the refrigerator, and I just started kind of, I didn't know how I'd do it, but I just sort of talked it. Like I didn't perform it. Mm-hmm. I would just talk it to them. And they had never, some of them hadn't met either. Like only two of them knew each other. And we had the best night. It was so much fun. It was so nice to like have people say, because I haven't laughed like that in a long time. That was so much fun. That's awesome. One of the guys, I was telling my one joke, my new joke about my daughter, my younger daughter was going to uh, her dad's house. He wasn't there with a couple guys and a couple girls for Netflix and chill. And one guy goes, ooh. And the one, another gentleman goes, what? What do you mean? I go, my older daughter told me that Netflix and chill is a euphemism for sex. Uh. And he goes, what? My daughter has literally told me that like 20 times that she's going over to he's like oh my my gosh and we were all laughing at him and stuff and he was just like oh (laughs) and then I have the joke uh, my older daughter said mom it's a euphemism for sex and I'm like hold on when did you find out what euphemism means I never use that (laughs) word (laughs) oh my god so I I stood there for or I was with him for like two hours and one of the guys goes, you know what? I have seen you before because some of these jokes, they sound familiar. I've heard them before. Yeah, they sound familiar. And, um, and then they gave me 175 bucks. (gasps) I got back in my little Honda Civic and drove home. Wow. Did you put your Converse back on? I did put my Converse back on while I was driving. Yes. It's like Mr. Rogers right, for right. the older people listening to the podcast. Yep. The fact that you're like, I had to put my heels on to do my comedy I'm, in their house. I'm, I know. I'm so glad I did, too, because it makes me feel more 
I don't in know, charge? professional and dressed up. Yeah. Oh. Uh-huh. A little more dressed up and, yeah. Very the nice. Entertainment instead of the Uber driver. You are hilarious. Do you have any other Uber stories? Oh, yes. Hold on. Let's take a break. And when we come back, we'll listen to another Uber story. Perfect. Hey, this is Janet. And if you like this podcast, you got to check out Wrinkled Sheets. It's a podcast where I sit down with my boyfriend, Steve, and we talk about anything. Call it therapy, call it crazy, but you got to check it out. It's wrinkledsheets.podbean.com. And we're back with Stephanie McHugh. Um, now, a little backstory about Stephanie. She used to have the corporate Monday through Friday 8 to 5 gig and then did comedy on evenings and weekends. And now she has kicked the, co- the corporate gig to the side and she is doing comedy as her main focus. Yes. And then on the side, doing some Uber. And are you still doing some Lyft as well? I'm still doing some Lyft, but it seems like... Um you know, once an Uber request comes in, I turn the Lyft app off or whichever okay. when a request comes in. And then often I'll just keep getting requests on Uber. I won't even have a chance to turn on the Lyft app. Oh, that's good. So you're getting busy. So I'm getting busy, which is really good. Yes. Nice. But this one on St. Patty's Day, this one young lady... I will not say her name. It's only her first name, but still, even though I want to, I won't. I'm. It's St. Patty's Day, downtown Denver. Oh, four Lord. of them get in the car. What time of day was it? It was like three in the afternoon. Yeah, because they've been drinking since like ten a.m. Since exactly, um, they almost didn't look old enough to drink, <sighs> though. They oh. were just out. They looked really young, and uh, but everybody looks really young when you're fifty-one, <laughs> Janet. <laughs> I thought we were sticking to the fact that you were 50. (laughs) Oh, thank you. Let's do that. (laughs) Let's do that. So they, um, and all of a sudden at the last minute, I hear someone get in right behind me that I can't see, you know, and Mm -hmm. shut the door. And I look and there's four people in the back. And I'm like, guys, I'm so sorry. I can't have four people. And they're like, come on, please. We'll give you a five-star rating. And that right then should have been my you know, I should have just canceled the ride. Right. He said, no, nope, you got to get a bigger one. But I said, no, I'm so sorry. I can't have four people. You know. Right. It's St. Patty's Day, and I, I can't lose this job just because you want to wait. So I took two of them, and then the three of them took another one. And she gave me, of course, a one-star rating. <gasps> and it threw off all my ratings. And it is so interesting. Like, my Uber has been five star, so it's five stars out of five. And uh, my Lyft keeps getting lower and lower. I'm at 4.79 now. Could it be because you're and, not driving as much? And so I'm not driving as much, so it's harder to get it back up. And I think people are more likely, A, I don't know the app as well now. There's little differences between the two apps. Mm-hmm. So I keep doing the wrong thing so one one of the last ones I'm like okay that was a four star rating that you know mm-hmm. I needed that <laughs> oh. but uh all the others I think have been really nice and stuff and good can but, you you well. can rate them as an uber user right did you give them a one star I, I no I gave her a five because <gasps> I'm nice but I wish I would have gone back and just given her a one and I did put in there I go I gave her a five star she wanted to put four people in the 
or five people in the car and I told her no. So I think she was upset about that. Mm. But, um, and how the rating system works, if you get below a certain level, they can make you, you can, stop driving, right? They can deactivate you 4.6. <gasps> so I'm getting close. Oh my God. Yeah. I think I need to start, um, you got to put some asking, put yeah. some like and, candy in your back seat, right? Offer bottled water, <laughs> like the really yeah. small ones. Yeah. I think you're right. I think I need to start doing hand sanitizer. Uh-huh. I don't know. I have some, but I just have it up front. Nobody uh, ever asked for it, but I should have it. Like uh, I, I took an Uber ride and they had a little pouch like in between the two seats with all that stuff. So oh, wow. I should do that. Yeah. That would help. Uh, but that's not the Uber story I have. Okay. That's just me complaining a lot. Yeah. So anyone listening, if you give your Uber driver anything less than a five, as long as they got you somewhere safe, you're, yeah, I don't even right. understand. Unless, well, um, yeah, if you feel pretty happy, a five is, is good. If yeah. you feel uncomfortable with someone, like I was giving one girl who was very attractive and 22 and she said I am so glad that you came to pick me up because um sometimes the male drivers give me the creeps and I said you know if you give anyone a three then you will never be um aligned with them again oh that's nice good tip so yeah yeah so that's a good tip if someone ever makes you uncomfortable I mean of course you can give them a tour one two and you know put something down but if you're just like, you know what, I just would rather not be with that person again. Just give them a three mm-hmm. and uh, you'll never get. And that's a nice thing for drivers, too. You know, like I should have given her one, so I never would have gotten her again. Right. But so I'm not going to get her again. So what's the Uber would, story? Sorry. I signed up for Uber Eats. What's that? That's where you deliver food. You can bring so you my take, Taco Bell. I could bring you Taco Bell. <laughs> yes. And someone, I didn't even realize it. I didn't think I was activated for Uber Eats because I didn't get the little, they give you like a warming bag, you know, or cooling, keep food warm. Okay. And I hadn't had that yet. So I'm like, oh, well, so I got to go get this. I happened to be downtown Denver at the time. Picked up the sandwich. It was just a Subway sandwich at a local uh, deli shop. And I started to deliver it. And when I went, it was just a couple blocks away. It's like a deserted warehouse street Mm. off I-25. So I called him and I said, hey, I don't see anything here. And he's like, oh, I'm at a a quality inn. It's right by a village inn and the highway, which newsflash, every quality inn is by a village inn. (laughs) And the, the highway. highway. That's what I've learned. That's what I learned. <laughs> I go, okay, I know where that is. That's right up at the 40, 44th. So I put that in. And by chance, I asked the clerk as I was walking up to the second floor. I'm like, is there a room 200 here? She goes, no, there's oh. not. I'm like, okay, so that's not a good sign. So I get up there to the second floor. I'm like, I do not see a room 200. He goes, I don't know what to tell you. I'm in room 200. I go, could you please... Would it be possible then if you could please stand outside so I could see, you know, maybe we could see each other that way. I don't see him at all. 
Oh. And I go, I don't know. I go, Quality Inn. Because, yeah, Quality Inn by the highway. I go, I, because I'm new to Denver. And I sort of thought, okay, there, <laughs> you can, <laughs> you can look up the address, right? Look right? at the little notepad. There's a notepad right by your bed. Yeah. What's the address? Tell me the numbers and the words on that. <laughs> and he goes, I'm so sorry. And then he he goes, I'm the one in Westminster. Oh, my God. Which is about 20 minutes away on 36. Is right. What he said. So I'm like, okay, I'm driving there. So and wrong then as highway. I'm driving, yeah. wrong highway, he gives me a text with the address. And turns out it was the one on 120th and oh I-25. <laughs> and the tower Oh, my God. And at this gosh. point, I was sort of like, do you want this? Because it it's goes, cold. Yeah, I still do. And I go, okay. Uh, he goes, I'm so sorry. I will pay you. I'll make it worth your while. <laughs> so I did. I drove all the way out there and um, found him, gave him a sandwich. And he was he was always nice. But he was high as <laughs> high could be. I think he was just visiting. He did. He said he's from Seattle. He was just visiting from Seattle and probably had one too many edibles <laughs> and was could not. You were a game figure- to him. Oh, figure out. I'm like, you could have gone to Village Inn, ordered pancakes and a Subway sandwich and eaten it. He could have probably walked to a Subway. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Oh, man. So I don't do Uber Eats that much. I don't know. I did it one another time, but I don't like Having Uber Eats in in a place where pot is legal is a very bad combination. If you're the driver, if yes. you're the pot smoker, it's right. a good thing. But right. if you're the Uber driver, no, I'm not going to do it this weekend. It's <laughs> not 420. It's no, not 420. Way. That's coming up. That's next it. week. It's Thursday. It's yeah. Thursday. Are you yeah. going to be busy Ubering that day? I have a friend who's coming into town that night. Oh. Um, so I'm going to do it during the day. And then, yeah, do it the whole weekend. Because that's the thing. Now that I don't have the day job, you have to work when. When you're not doing anything else. When it, I'm like, yeah, when it's it's 420, it's time to work. Right. Because <laughs> nobody's going to be going on a Monday, you know, afternoon. Nobody's requesting rides. you got to go when the demand is high and the surge is high, too. So, Do they give uh, you reports to let you know where the surge is in Denver? Yes, they do. And I have to say, yeah, they're both really good about saying, um, heads up, this is what's happening. These are the places to be. There's a Nuggets game here. There's a concert here. So they do that. Yeah. Which is in the benefit of everybody, the drivers, the passengers, to make sure there's enough cars in that area. Right. Yeah. And you've been doing the comedy a lot lately. I've been doing a lot more comedy. Um, you got North. to MC for um, Anthony. How do Jesselnick. you? S- Thank you. Oh my gosh, <gasps> Janet! If anyone says, if anyone out there in podcast land goes, uh, I don't want to do it because I'm scared. I MC and I freak out about people's names. <laughs> I freak out. Didn't you mess up and Chad's name? I messed up Chad's name, and I literally said, I said, Chad, Pratt, I should have asked Prather? him. I said, no. yeah, and His then I don't ever Prather. say it wrong. It's Prather. I said yes. Chad Prather. Yes. 
And I came off stage and I, you were backstage and I go, did I just say that wrong? And you go, yeah, I think he did. I'm like, oh my gosh. It's okay. Cause you made it into a joke. I made it into a joke. And, um, Anthony Jessamick, I, in my defense, I go on YouTube and and see people introduce them so that I can hear the name. Uh And the person said it wrong. They said Jeselnik. But for whatever reason, I wanted to say like Jezelwartz or I, (laughs) when I talk to him, I go, okay, so your name is Jeselnik. And he goes, no, it's it's S. It's Jeselnik. Like Wrestle Nick. (laughs) Wrestle Jeselnik. And then I was, was forgetting the J. I mean, I would panic on stage I would say it correctly I would say it over and over again to myself a uh, hundred times before I go on stage and then man wanted to get on that stage but luckily um, now it now it is in the brain Jesselnik Anthony Jesselnik and he was hilarious and could not have been a nicer guy in case anyone's wondering because he can be pretty mean on stage oh can he yeah he's well he's yes dark Oh, see, I don't dark. like those comics. Very dark. Mm-mm. Yeah. I like things to be happy and positive and <laughs> things I can. Yeah. Um, and you have another mental pause coming up. I do. We have another mental pause. Coming it up April coming 25th. Up. Yes. Thank you. Yes. And if anyone wants um, tickets, go in and uh, comedyworks.com and put in the promo code HOT. H-O-T? H-O-T. And you're at the Comedy Works South. We're at the Comedy Works South, yes. And what time is the show? It's at 7.30 p.m. on a Tuesday? Yes. Okay. That is correct. I may be on your Facebook page right now. (laughs) (laughs) Is it showing up? I should have it posted. Nora Nora posted it on the 11th. That was a week ago, Stephanie. (laughs) Okay, I'm doing it right now. Do it. Or in a minute, yeah. I can't talk and I should do it right now though. Okay. I'm going to do it when we're up. Okay. We're done. And I'll share yeah. it. I'll share it when we, when we post the podcast, but oh, you've awesome. been, you've been super active with the comedy. Yeah. And I've started to, um, coaching people like how people can add humor to their presentations. How is that going? Like, That's another level of Stephanie McHugh that, wow. Yeah. I kind I like it. It's it's kind of what I want to say. It's like a cousin to doing stand-up comedy. So it helps me just sort of think about it and you know, my own writing and things when you're helping other people how they can add little nuggets of funny into their presentations. Oh, I like it. So how do if someone wanted to have you as a coach, how would they reach out to you to get that Get that going. They can go to my website, stephaniemchugh.com, and leave a message for me there or Facebook. Um, and it's Stephanie, S-T-E-P-H-A-N-I-E, and McHugh is M-C-H-U-G-H. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So that's been a lot of fun, too. And what it, what um, tips can you share with our listeners when it comes to, because we all have to do like public speaking from time to time, and it's the number one fear across the human race, right? 
when other it, than saying people's name on stage. <laughs> right. That is the number one. So as a recruiter, I have learned not to even try. If I have any doubts, I say, hey, this is Janet calling from work, you know, the company I work for. <laughs> um, because I can butcher a name. So I can only, yeah, being live on a microphone with like, Hundreds of people watching. Oh. oh my god! Who know him? Yeah, yeah. I who, mean, who were like there to see him? Name. Exactly. <laughs> he needs to have his name right. I mean, that's that's the whole that's the whole job. But if you get it wrong, you get it wrong, and you keep going, and you just make sure you give props to the people that they were there to see, and you make it funny, like you did. Yeah, you did great. Yeah. Thank you. You did great. You just have to keep rolling with it. That's what's great about humor. That is, yes. Yes. Well, let's take a break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about dating. You ready? Okay. Ready. I'm ready. I did not prepare you for that. <laughs> we'll be right back. And we're back with Stephanie McHugh, a comedian, Uber driver, Lyft driver, and um, single ladies, or single lady. So the single That's men, right. <laughs> listen up. So how's the dating situation with this packed schedule you've got going on? Um, it's going, it is going okay. I did meet um, another driver, but I didn't feel a love connection. Nice guy, but oh. I didn't feel a love connection. So yeah. you, got, you got new friends. <laughs> new friends. Yeah. And yes. Yeah. So do they have like social events for the Uber drivers to get together and like they swap notes? Yes. Oh, good. At Dunkin' Donuts, they do. But they also have meetings. They have meetups at a Dunkin' Donuts. Really? But they'll have meetings where they let you know about stuff. And like tomorrow there's one for Lyft where they tell you about 420, everything going on, what you should do. I'm sure they'll have helpful tips. Oh, that's a great idea. For drunk not or not drunk, high people. Yeah, high. You should high have chips people. in your car. Yes. Salty, crunchy. I think yes. that would be good. They would get all over the car, but you're right. <laughs> I should. I should put blankets all over the car yes. and then chips. Do you have exactly. those rubber? Those rubber protecting things. I've been in Ubers where they like their back seat is like covered from head to toe in rubber. I'm like, I feel like maybe someone might have thrown up here once. <laughs> uh, I do know about some people who, who had that, who have that. There just was an Uber women's meeting, which was really nice. It's kind of nice just to have all women. Yeah. And how? what did they talk about there? Like things to watch out for? Um, yeah. Stranger danger? You know, Stranger danger. If a guy has two puppies, go on in. <laughs> go on Doesn't in. matter how He's many. Safe. Men. It's all good. Did you see the laughs? I mean, they're adorable. <laughs> um, what was I going to say? I forgot. Oh, one thing that I found interesting that I'm sure is different from men, Uber and Lyft drivers, is a lot of women said regardless of where they go, um, they feel like they were meant to be, they were meant to sort of meet the people that they meet. Like, for example, today I picked someone up and she was like 10 minutes away. So she was, 
um, out of my way. It was away from Denver. I was driving down to Denver because there's more rides, obviously, in downtown. And she said, I am so sorry. I know you were 10 minutes away and I don't have that far to go. And I go, it's totally okay. Um, That's what Uber's for. And I go, I feel like it always balances out. And sure enough, I picked someone up right after that and they drove all the way downtown. And the women drivers sort of seem to be more conversational or like, you know, interested in the people that they pick up. Mm -hmm. And whereas I think stereotyping, like a guy would be more like, I'm not taking, you know, dang it, I only have to take someone. But she was really nice. And everybody needs a ride, you know. That's your job. you get someone who needs a ride three minutes and the other day you turn the app on and you go all the way to the airport and back. It, it all kind of, I find balances out. It does. And another woman was saying where she was like all the way up in evergreen and these two teenage girls had sort of been left at the school and they were cold. And she said, you know, they said their friends left her and the Uber driver was like, oh, okay, so you need to find more friends. First of all, we're not hanging out with them anymore. That's how that goes down. Nobody who's leaving you in the dark in a cold night. You right. know, that's <laughs> so I would find women drivers tend to have more of that philosophy, whereas guys probably more numbers try to get as much as they can. Generally. That makes sense. That makes sense. Generally. Yeah. And I'm, as an Uber rider, we'll get to the the dating advice in just a moment, but as an Uber rider, I'm not a talker. Like, so do you get those people that they get in your car and they just really don't say anything and you're good, right? It doesn't offend you, you right? No, it doesn't. In fact, in the morning, I'm not much of a talker either. Yeah. So you can just kind of tell, you know, you ask a question or two and they're nice, but it's just a one word response. Yeah. And, um, or I'll look in the rear view mirror and if they're on their phone, then I don't ask questions either. I'm not a, I'm not a social butterfly. I'm an introvert. And when I get into right. a car with a stranger, one, I'm nervous as hell because I don't know this person <laughs> and hopefully they're going to take me where I need to go. Um, and two, I'm, I'm, you know, thinking about where I'm going to be, where they're taking me. Um, I had an Uber driver where she almost ran a red light and instead of like going on through the light she like did like a massive brake check <laughs> she's like oh my gosh that red light came out of nowhere I'm like oh my god oh yeah i still gave her five stars stephanie still gave her five stars i'm Janet, like she almost so killed much. me but i'm I good know sometimes i'm like it is hard to talk to someone right have an engaging conversation and, and drive. drive even though you know the area you don't mm-hmm. know where they're going right when you're driving when I'm driving to your house I pretty much know where I'm going so you can kind of go on autopilot a little bit right when you're driving for Uber you don't exactly know so you can they'll be like oh you need to turn right here I'm like oh my gosh I'm so sorry and then you're like I shouldn't talk that much but you want to be I just need to buy candy is what that is (laughs) put candy get their mouths full and they'll stop and drive them that's what I've learned on two girls oh, and a bottle goodness. of wine. There you go. <laughs> you learn a lot here in this podcast. Yeah. It's totally okay that you don't want to talk. I mean, right. it's your ride. So yeah. do it the way you want to do it. Yeah. I'm the same way when it comes to getting like my hair done, my nails done. Like I'm a quiet person. 
And then, like, I'll be getting my hair done, and I hear, like, talkers all around me. And I'm like, oh, that's really unfortunate for that hairstylist. Yeah, I think, I mean, props to people who do that. That would be so draining for me. Yes. I know a lot of people, yeah, like it. And I appreciate the people who do. But Yeah. Yeah. So I found some articles to help my single friend, Stephanie. Are you ready? Ready. <laughs> I need help. And, Let's do no, it. I'm not saying you need help. But this could help you. I'm when... saying I need oh, help. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> like this first article, and it's from whiskeyriff.com. Oh, excellent. That yes. sounds very reputable. Very Janet. reputable. <laughs> it's 29 things guys say and what they actually mean. So it's Crap. a decoder for what they say. I'm not going to okay, quiz good. you. <laughs> No. You're like, oh, crap. I don't want to hear this. <laughs> okay, let's let's hear it. So the number one, when they say, I'll call you. Stephanie, what does the single woman hear? You're not going to call me. And that's the translation. I'm not going to call you. Well, I might. Probably not, though. <laughs> Ever since that Friends episode where he said, okay, great. Thanks. Uh, I had a good time. I'll call you. Everybody knows. No. And you've seen In that fact, commercial. You don't like me a lot. Yeah. Have you seen that commercial? I forget who, what it's advertising, but it's like, what if people really said what they meant? It was like, we had, we had an okay time, but we're probably not going to call each other. Probably not. Okay. Right. Have a good life. Number two, I don't care. And that's very vague. So I'm not going to ask you to translate that, Stephanie. But the translation is, you've presented me with an option that while clearly very important to you is not a big deal to me at all. Since we're probably going to end up doing what you want to do anyway, let's just (laughs) skip the conversation and go straight to that. If I actually do care about a choice you give me, I swear I will tell you. This is not a test and I'm not trying to be difficult. I truly don't care. So for the love of God, just tell me where we're going to eat tonight. (laughs) I am That's not what a, I would have said. I'm not a person that has many, like, I'm, I'm not very strong in my opinions. So, like, yeah. even with my girlfriends, they're like, hey, well, you've gone through this with me. Um, yeah. <laughs> where do you want to eat? And I'm like, I'm really not picky because I'm not at all. <laughs> Every once in a while I have a craving, but that doesn't happen very often. I'm up for whatever. And I feel like that makes it challenging. You know what? I make my daughter pick a place sometimes because you do? for so long I was um, easygoing and laid back and I never really took the time to think about what I wanted until it was too late. You know, my life was already established and I was mm-hmm. doing things that I thought I was supposed to do. But not things and you that, like to do. And then all of a sudden you're like, you know what? I don't really like doing this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So sometimes I go and she's the same way. She's the firstborn, and so am I. And I think those people tend to be more people pleasers sometimes. And you're trying to break her. Younger one, not a problem. (laughs) She will tell you. (laughs) She's like, no, I don't want tacos. I'm a pizza girl tonight. (laughs) That's right, Pizza Hut pizza. Um, (laughs) But she'll go. I don't care. Whatever. I go. There's no wrong answer. We'll go wherever you want, but you have to stop and think about what you want to do. And that's what we're going to do. I want you to think about what you want. And she hates it. I I would too. I don't care. I would be like, let's skip eating. Let's go on a walk. (laughs) 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 Oh, number three on the list of things that guys say and what they actually mean. 
she's just a friend. What do you Ooh, think that translation gosh, is? That makes me so uncomfortable. I know. <sighs> Especially since I have had several guys in my life, Steve being one of them, that says men and women can't just be friends and be close friends. Someone yeah. wants to sleep with someone. Yeah. I think I'm going to go with um, that she is just a friend. But given, I don't want to, that he, he might, he might. So I'm not saying he would, I'm not saying who he is. I'm saying whoever's saying that in that article, mm -hmm. is meaning, yes, she is just a friend. And he, that's his thought at that point. But You're really half good. A keg, half a keg in. <laughs> And you guys, you meaning that, you know, the couple just had a fight. The friends. And now he's, you know, yeah. Then that's open to vulnerability. True. Does that Alcohol make sense, what can I said? turn friends into ex-friends, ex-lovers in two seconds, right? It's like an airplane accident because, Janet, this is so weird, but I've been watching airplane accidents on YouTube. Which is a morbid thing to do. That, yes. <laughs> but they, um, it's like the flight simulation reenactment. So they have, what, the cockpit? Mm -hmm. So I think it would be like an airplane accident. One thing goes wrong, a plane does not crash. It's usually three things go wrong, and then the plane crashes. She's just a friend. She's going to be a friend until three things go wrong. Look at you doing math and life <laughs> situations all at the same and, time. Mental note, have a coffee when I do three girls and a bottle of wine. <laughs> so this article says, the translation is, I'm flattered by your jealousy and I swear I've never had sex with her. If I had, we probably wouldn't still be friends. So you're, you're, very, in, you're very intuitive, Stephanie. Thank you. Um, the next one is, it's my fault. I'm sorry. You were married. What does that mean? That means I want <laughs> the conversation to stop right now. Amen. That is what it says. We've been arguing for this for hours. I just can't take it anymore. Congratulations. You wore me down. Can we have sex now? <laughs> oh, we're not going to make it through all 29, but these are hilarious. No, and you are very are intuitive. Good. Thank you. Um, I'm not the next for a one. divorced woman. No, you're We're not a, a divorced woman. Okay, you're not a divorced woman. You're a dating woman. You're dating. Thank you. Okay. You're yes. Right. Yeah. Um, the next one. Can we talk about this later? Um. Okay, that means that you are going to start a fight, and I don't want to fight. Uh, in ten minutes, I'm going to say you're right. I'm sorry. It was my fault. <laughs> so this website says... <laughs> but I don't says, want to. <laughs> this says, could you pretty, pretty please, with sugar on top, shut the F up. <laughs> so yeah, I could see where you could, like, turn that into, that could be the before, it's not my fault, I'm sorry. Right. Very he wants good. to end it. But if, if that doesn't work, this is plan A, and the question right before is plan B. And the next or one, C or D, or yeah. C or D. Um, <laughs> my ex was kind of crazy. 
ooh, that is a red flag for me. That is a huge red flag. If on a first date, he says, my ex was crazy. Do you ask follow-up questions? Um, Because that could be, that could make for some great comedy. You can get some good stories. (laughs) You can. (laughs) I'm not a huge fan if someone brings that up on the first date. Because to me, you're not over her. Even if you're not attracted to her anymore, you're not over the trauma. And you, or if you say all my exes are crazy, you're doing something to make them crazy and you don't know you're doing it or you do know you're doing it. And I'm not. Have you dated a boy that made you crazy? (laughs) Oh, Janet, all of them. (laughs) (laughs) At some point, maybe I'll have you in charge, just like that Friends episode. (laughs) Yes. Where Monica was in charge of Rachel's. Yes. You make every decision. For me, yeah, when, he, when yeah. she was dating Jean Claude Van Damme, right? Wasn't that in the same oh, episode? No, no. It was later, I think, mm. um, when she really liked Ross. Oh yes, and uh, she had that cute yellow dress on, and she uh-huh. just, yeah. <sighs> oh, sorry, I'm getting in Friends. Yeah, getting I love Friends. Yeah. Um, so the translation for my ex was kind of crazy. Is This is going well, and I'm very attracted to you, but please, 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 if you're crazy, reveal it as soon as possible. I'll probably slip my wrists if I have to go through that again. Okay. (laughs) But I'm I'm telling you, in the future, Stephanie, if someone says that, you should totally follow-up question and never call him back. (laughs) And then never call him back. Yeah, just to get those stories, because that could be some good material. (laughs) That's true. So um, true. The next one is I was kidding. Uh, As I didn't a comedian. think you take it so personally. And this says, oh crap, I was using humor to express something I believe to be profoundly true and you saw right through it. This is me backpedaling. Oh, very interesting. It's kind of a passive aggressive thing. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. This next one I was just kidding. is mm-hmm. a little R-rated. Bring um, it. So if you're under the age of 18, turn off the podcast now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the next one is, I never masturbate. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Stephanie got quiet. It's the never, coffee has run never, out. <laughs> I'm like, that has never come up in casual conversation. <laughs> no. Um. I've never had someone, I've never had a guy say that to me. Have you? Um, yeah, I think so. But this translation says I've cut down to three times a day. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like these are younger people. (laughs) The next one, strip clubs are gross. Mm. Uh, I'm trying to say something. (laughs) Dig deep. To get in your pants. Oh. <laughs> to get you. Would that, strip clubs are gross. Yeah. I've had people say, I've gone to listen to the music at strip clubs. Are I you like to go serious? to the strip clubs to go to them. Yes. Someone you were dating? No, it was a friend. Oh. In a group conversation. Did you call them out? <laughs> no, I should have. Yes. But that you're a good friend and you did not. Um, I did not. 
So this translation is, of course they're gross, but I still go to them in a pinch. You see, I love naked women, but I like women who might actually have sex with me more. Good answer. Oh my yeah. goodness. And then the one we're going to stop at is number 10. I never watch porn. <laughs> I think I've had, I think I have heard that before. Oh, what does that mean? I never, again. Were you dating the person? I cannot remember. Okay. I want to say yes, but I can't remember. Okay. Um, and maybe he did say, I do watch porn. Oh. <laughs> I just remember the porn. I'm going to say it's the same answer as the previous answer. Just replace. It's very similar. Replace strip club with porn. <laughs> it says, say I, the watch, whole thing again. I watch a ton of porn, but my last girlfriend found my internet search history this one time and made me feel kind of like a freak about it. So this is just a flat out lie. It sounds right. Boys. <laughs> you are brave, Stephanie McHugh, to be out there dating. Uh, I don't know if brave is the word I would use, <laughs> but thank you, Janet. <laughs> You're welcome. Oh, goodness. Do you, um, We talked about your show coming up at the Comedy Works South. Are there any other shows that we need to mention? Um, that is it right now. Okay. That's what I would love everyone to come see. Yes, and follow her on Facebook, Stephanie McHugh. She spelled out her name. Um, and Stephanie, I do want to thank you so much for being on the podcast. Janet, it is always fun catching up with you. Thank it you is. for having me. We'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. Thank you guys so much for listening. You found us once, but can you find us again? Make sure and check out our website at twogirlsandabottleofwine.com. You can listen to us on Podbean. Spreaker, iHeartRadio, iTunes, Stitcher. All of our links can be found on Tumblr and Blogspot. Thanks, and we'll see you again soon.